Hello and welcome to the Mix It Up podcast. My name is Tara Thompson. I am a pharmacist and pharmacy compounder. Um, the Mix It Up podcast is a show where we actually take you behind the counter to hear from experts in medicine, health, and pharmacy compounding. So we made this podcast initially to talk about pharmacy compounding and pharmacists out in the field who are doing unique things within the community and within medicine, and really just want to showcase particular pharmacists and um, how they're stepping outside the lines of what a traditional pharmacist is thought to do. So today, I'm so excited about um, this particular show because we have been wanting to talk about CBD for a really, really long time. And I couldn't think of anything better but Dr. Erica Fallon. She is a pharmacist in New York. Um, she is a graduate of Albany College of Pharmacy. She practices with hormones, veterinary, pediatric, general compounding, but also has training in functional, functional medicine and first-line therapy. Um, she, Erica actually has a niche for recommending creative and efficient dosage form for animals as well. So really good in that realm of pharmacy compounding. But today what we really wanted to talk to Erica about was CBD. They sell CBD in their pharmacy. She knows a lot about it. And she's just the perfect person to tell about all the benefits of CBD and how it is important in the human body, and a little bit about um, what we can do as pharmacists to encourage patients um, that fit the bill to take CBD and how it would work for them. So welcome, Erica, to the show. Thank you for being with us today. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your path to, to pharmacy and, and in this profession and then in the field of CBD as well. Awesome. So I'm actually a third generation compounding pharmacist. So you could say it runs in the family. Um, I was certainly exposed to pharmacy basically my entire life, you know, um, summer vacations, straightening shelves as just a mere child. Um, I always knew I needed to have a profession. I could see myself going into some type of liberal, liberal arts for college and just, you know, falling into the fold and not really coming out with any direction. So at one point I wanted to be a lawyer, another point an engineer. And then when I, when pharmacy dawned on me, it just was so clearly obvious that that would be my path. Um, like you said, I'm a, I'm a PharmD graduate from Albany College of Pharmacy. And I started as supervising pharmacist at the family business, um, not too long after that. And, um, so far as CBD goes, I first learned about CBD actually at a, at a pharmacy conference and I'd heard about it, but I thought it was something that we weren't really able to carry. And when the farm bill passed, we were able, I, I learned that we were able to carry it. So, you know, immediately after that conference, I, I started carrying it and I really, you know, delved into studying about it and learning everything so that I could be more or less considered an expert in the field and someone that both patients and doctors could rely on to learn about CBD from and just be sort of that, that source to people in my community. That's awesome. Yeah, I know, I know like in the past, there was so much kind of taboo around CBD. Oh, does it have THC in it? it THC in it, does it make you have that high feeling? You know, there was so so much kind of taboo and so many myths that us as pharmacists have to kind of debunk when patients come to us and are asking us these questions. And then and then there was farm bills passed, and then there was certain 
you know, percentage levels we had to stay under when carrying these types of items? And then is it prescription? Is it OTC? Can we compound with it? Can, you know, just so many questions around that. And um, I think over the years, just navigating those has kind of taught us too more about CBD. So um, I think for our listeners, tell us a little bit about the um, endocannabinoid system and how is it important in the human body? Well, you know, that's, that's a question we could talk about for probably, you know, a full seminar on the, on the topic, because the uh, endocannabinoid system, basically it's, it affects every regulatory system in the human body. So it's a central regulatory system. There's essentially no biological process that's unaffected by it. And we, we have receptors all over our bodies for this. So it's in our heart, our vascular system, brain, lungs, muscles, the GI tract, reproductive system, spleen, bone and skin, you know, the immune system, bone marrow, pancreas. And it's in our bodies, we actually make uh, endocannabinoids as well. And they're sens- essentially our body creates them on demand when it senses an imbalance in any system. And um, yeah, so it's, it's very cool. And CBD, oddly enough, does not really, we have CBD1 receptors and CBD2 receptors. And CBD does not directly, it's kind of an indirect interaction with those receptors. It does, however, directly bind to uh, opioid receptors and it directly binds to dopamine receptors and serotonin receptors as well. So the actual CBD molecule not only interacts with our endocannabinoid system, but it also interacts with directly with many other systems in our body. Also, when we take CBD, it reduces the breakdown of our endocannabinoids. So we also have a natural increase in those when we take CBD. That's so interesting because we all know, you know, as pharmacists and as providers, we all know the opioid um, receptor obviously controls a lot of pain. You know, opioids are often often prescribed for pain. So the fact that this particular, I guess, structure binds to that same receptor in certain ways and in certain places is very, very interesting. Um, And it's, you know, how it would combat some of that pain. Yeah. I know that like there's, there is this one chart that I've seen before from one of the CBD companies and it kind of like has dots all over the body where um, there the CB1 and CB2 receptors are. And there's just dots all over the body because it's in your eyes. It's in your, you know, vaginal canal. Right. It's, it's in your GI tract. It's just so very interesting um, that they're finding out so much more about the benefits of this particular drug. So like another interesting thing about the opioid receptors is that's not really how CBD works for pain management, believe it or not. So I know you would think yes, but they think that CBD can be really good for opioid withdrawal because Mm -hmm. it binds to the opioid receptors. Okay. So that's one possible use for CBD that hasn't really been well-established, but um, it can help reduce cravings by binding to those opioid receptors. That's the thought. So there's another group of receptors called TRPV1 receptors. 
and CBD also works at that site. And those are known, those receptors are definitely known to mediate pain perception and also inflammation. That's awesome. Does it have anything to do with, this is just out of my own curiosity. Does it have anything to do with um, like endorphins or anything like that? Do you think that that is that tied to endocannabinoids in any way is endorphin release or is that more like, you know, anandamide, that's our main, the main, um, endogenous cannabinoid that we have in us. And we know CBD can increase those levels. So that particular, I'll call it a hormone for lack of better word, um, you know, is responsible for wakefulness. It's responsible for stimulating reward pathways. It's helpful in our reproductive system. It helps with cognition, um, mood, attention, immune function. So yeah, you know, that's your <laughs> That's fantastic. I mean, and, and, you know, this kind of segues into a a good topic about what, um, just given all that you've said, the different places, the receptors are the different, you know, things that's kind of working towards in its beneficial ways, what kind of patients or when, when would it be appropriate to recommend CBD to a patient or if a patient walked up and said, I'm having trouble sleeping or I have a lot of anxiety or something would, you know, when would it be appropriate for a pharmacist to say, actually, let me tell you about some things that we have in our store. So being in the sort of functional medicine world, we have patients that come in all day long, you know, whether it's their first time or hundredth time being in our store, sort of seeking relief from some type of problem. Okay. So we can talk to them about diet. We can talk to them about different, um, dietary supplements that may help them. And then now CBD is in our wheelhouse and CBD can really potentially help with most people's problems, um, all across the board. So people coming in seeking basically over-the-counter treatment for most problems, uh, pain management, anxiety or mood disorders, sleep problems, stress, um, you know, cancer care, inflammation. And a lot of people come in looking for just general wellness. They've heard that CBD is a good balancer of the human body and system. And I would say there's probably the most evidence for that, that it's definitely a great balancer in, you know, so we know that it, that its main purpose is like, maintaining homeostasis in the body. So if you're out of balance, it's something you can add in. So I think, you know, one of the things we definitely discuss with patients, you know, it's not a silver bullet. A lot of people come in thinking, okay, CBD, it's the miracle, you know, answer to everything. And I say, well, even though it helps a lot of people with a lot of things, it doesn't help every person with everything. So I think it's important to also, you know, explain the, um, the expectations that the patient can have, because that can also affect, you know, if they're on the therapy for a long time or a short time, because some people might try something once or twice, decide it doesn't work and move on from it. Um, we always, you know, check for drug interactions and discuss any downsides for a particular patient so important to know. And especially as pharmacists, like that's our, that's our job, right? To make sure our patients are staying compliant with their meds, that their doctors prescribe them. And, um, and even though, and although CBD can, you know, has so many amazing remedies, um, important to tell patients like this does not replace your blood pressure medication or something like that. So, right. um, right. 
and I don't recommend CBD for a lot. Some people come in looking for CBD and it's not really what the most appropriate thing that might be helpful for them. So some people come in looking for CBD and I don't recommend it for them. And some people come in looking for something else entirely and they leave with CBD in their hand. So mm -hmm. it's definitely, you have to listen to what the patient's problem is and kind of dip into your depths of knowledge. Uh, you know, a good example for that would be sleep. A patient that has trouble, you know, falling asleep and staying asleep, I find those patients may, may benefit from CBD. But if you have a patient that is falling asleep fine and having that two or 3 a.m., you know, cortisol wake up at, at that time, like, good morning, I'm alert. CBD is not usually my first line of therapy. I want to work on their, you know, basically changing their cortisol levels back to normal. And then maybe they would, you know, maybe that patient would benefit from CBD, but that's not going to be the first thing I send them out the door for, for, for sleep at that time. Um, I know I definitely wanted to talk about drug interactions because it does, CBD does interact with a ton of medications. You know, if it goes through the liver, the P450 system, you want to just raise, it's, it's not a red flag. It's kind of like the yellow caution flag in almost every case. So you want to know, like, for instance, for blood pressure, ACE inhibitors are fine, but ARBs uh, will have their metabolism slowed in the presence of CBD. So you imagine that blood pressure medication sticking around longer. Beta blockers also. Um, anything that's, you know, CYP3A4, you're going to see it potentially an increase the time those drugs stay in the body. CBD has a greater affinity than most drugs. So it'll say me first and it'll get in line and it'll slow the metabolism of all the other drugs. It can also naturally lower blood pressure. So you got to look at the patient, you know, do you usually run high? Is it good if your blood pressure comes down more? Or is it, you know, I'm always usually looking at the frail old ladies that are on metoprolol and herbisartan and they're coming in for CBD for some aches and pains. I'm like, okay, orthostatic hypotension, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little concerned about this patient. Um, the good news is if the drug interacts, it's all workable generally. So let's say they come in and they want to try CBD for pain. I said, if it's really helping you with your pain, but your blood pressure is getting too low, you can stay on the CBD. You just have to talk to your doctor about lowering the blood pressure dose. Um, even the clinical cases where a patient was on warfarin, you can start a patient on CBD who's on warfarin. They just need to have increased monitoring because they're going to need to adjust their warfarin dose. Um, and tacrolimus is a big red flag too. There's a case study on that where a patient went toxic. And again, you know what they did? They lowered the tacrolimus dose and everything worked out. That's, this is, this is so amazing, Erica. So this, <laughs> this, this proves my point that the, all coming back to the pharmacist as part of a multidisciplinary team of providers in the healthcare setting. So just the examples you've given, the drug interactions, the different, you know, how things are metabolized in the body, how CBD reacts with some of those. This is where pharmacists can really step in and embrace the opportunity to be the drug expert and help out our providers who are asking these questions, help out and protect our patients who are 
looking for these products and asking these questions. So um, thank you so much for going into some of that because I feel like that's where we can capitalize on as pharmacists on in helping our doctors and our nurses and our mid-level practitioners who are needing this type of information, don't really know who to go to and the sea of literature that's out there to try to have to comb through um, to figure out if your warfarin patient can take CBD um, is difficult for um, providers and, and time consuming. So to have a pharmacist that knows this information is so helpful. And um, I really appreciate you doing this for us. This is really cool. Yeah, um, definitely. Kind of nerding I mean, out on some of the, <laughs> the skip three, yeah. a four, all that, those things you were talking about. It's really awesome. <laughs> and it, once I, I had that first seminar on it and I really delved in, I really studied it. And then just patients coming in and talking to me and CBD was also coming up, you know, a lot in the media. And I really got a name, our pharmacy and myself specifically really got a name for ourselves for being the CBD experts. Mm -hmm. And we got extremely lucky, like the, you know, area newspaper came in and interviewed me and put me on the front page of the Sunday times, you know. Uh, on Mother's Day. And then essentially like that really sealed the deal because you can't, you couldn't, you could never advertise to that point. Um, And, you know, through that interview process, you know, people really recognized, wow, you know, I can go there and really get the real deal on CBD and find out if it's right for me or not right for me. And, you know, from a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. You know, I'm not a salesperson. I'm here to help a patient. So that's, you know, another thing pharmacists can really stand on. But um, yeah, I have entire practices that send their patients in to me to just talk about CBD and see if it's going to be right for them. Wow. One more you know, counseling tip when you're talking to patients about CBD is, you know, it's not really a metabolism issue, but the pharmacodynamic interaction. So anything that causes drowsiness, if your patient's on a benzodiazepine or an opioid already, and those are causing drowsiness, you want to tell the patient the CBD may make those effects more. So they may become more drowsy. That's a potential. So I always talk to them about that as well. It's very well tolerated. You know, uh, most patients experience no side effects, but you know, occasionally on high doses, you can see things like fatigue or diarrhea, you know, it's oil-based. So you could, have oil go through you pretty quick. Also, it's generally going to work best if you take it after food because it kind of it it's just the way that it's absorbed. The slower it goes through the GI tract, the better it's going to be absorbed. So you'll get more bang for your buck. Although it's not a deal breaker, you can take it on an empty stomach, nothing bad will happen to you, but you'll get more effect milligram for milligram of what you take doing it after meals. That's a really good counseling point. And like you said earlier in the, in the podcast, just setting those appropriate expectations for people too. you know, it, sometimes I think we, we expect either like immediate effects or this is going to be, you know, the cure to all my ailments and, you know, all my questions, but, um, and sometimes it is for some people, I think, but then other times it's like this, this is an option that could work. Let's see how it works for you um, if it's appropriate for you. So um, right. I love that about expectations. I feel like patients appreciate that too. You know, it's 
you're, you're shooting it to them straight. You're telling them, here's your, what you should expect. Um, you might feel a little bit more drowsy in certain circumstances. So I'm so glad you said that. Um, so just before we wrap up, I wanted to just, um, ask one more thing about, so for people who were kind of skeptical, so say they've never taken CBD before, or they don't know where to start. Can you kind of debunk some of the myths around the THC component versus the CBD component? And I know, you know, I've, I've had patients walk up and say, I recommend CBD for something. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. That's, I don't want to take drugs. And I don't, you know, I'm not a <laughs> recreational drug user. And I'm like, well, this is a little bit different. So can you just talk a little bit about like THC versus CBD and like how, you know, yeah, the difference? I mean, yeah. So we've talked a lot about CBD, so I guess I'll kind of pivot to THC, right? So THC has plenty of, you know, medicinal aspects to it. It can really help, um, you know, for instance, a chemotherapy patient with nausea. I don't, I, I often find there's not a better medication than THC to help stimulate appetite and, you know, quench that nausea. Amongst other things, you know, it has a huge role in pain, pain management. For instance, like, CBD is not usually going to touch on a neuropathy where I'm sorry, CBD won't touch on a neuropathy where THC usually does. So you're, you know, you have some different medicinal qualities. THC though, will get you stoned, you know, so you can get high on THC. And the way that I usually explain CBD products to patients is Yes, a full, you know, we didn't really touch on this yet, but there's full spectrum products versus isolate, for instance. So full spectrum will have that trace THC in it. And I kind of say it's akin to how poppy seeds technically contain opium. You know, no one's going out and making, you know, poppy seed muffins to get stoned. You know, they're doing it because they taste good. So it's kind of like that. So could you get high on poppy seeds? If you take enough, it's kind of the same with CBD. You know, if you really ramp up your doses super high, you can get, you can get enough THC um, in there to get stoned. If your patient is some, I always ask them, do you get drug tested for your job? Is that a concern for you? If it is, I definitely avoid the full spectrum products for those patients, even though I prefer the full spectrum products to the isolate, I would give that patient isolate because you don't want them to lose their job, you know, although they're feeling better. Does that answer that question for you? Or do you want to talk about it a little more? No, no, that's absolutely right. Yeah. So, um, and I then guess... the only that, sorry, I just thought of something else is no, to make sure, um, you, you know, as the pharmacy and the pharmacist, you want to be reviewing the certificates of analysis, third-party verification for your products to actually make sure that the THC level is below 0.3%. And also keep in mind, the lower strength your CBD tincture is, the less THC that's gonna have in it dose for dose. But if you're maxing out on a really concentrated CBD product, the more CBD you have in there, you can think you're gonna start to max out that 0.3% THC. And that means, you know, three milligrams of THC per milliliter of CBD. So if you're giving that patient two, you know, even two milliliters a day, they could get stoned off of, you know, five or six milligrams of THC. So you want to watch the dosing, especially if you're telling them this won't get you high. Um, 
remember if you're working with like a 500 milligram per ounce tincture, you, you can really crank that four dropper fulls a day without having to worry about the THC content, but you should have the, the data to look at and say how much THC per CC. If I'm going above five, I'm thinking, okay, we might start to get some THC effects there. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. And that's just kind of solidifies another reason why it's important to talk to the pharmacist about dosing. And just because you see a dropper, it, it comes with a specific dropper that doesn't necessarily mean that's how much you take. It might just be a portion of that or um, so important for both patients and providers to know the dosing. And if you don't, um, there's pharmacists that do like Erica. And so that's part mm -hmm. of our job is to figure out dosing um, for patients in appropriate safe doses. Um, and then also um, there are formulations of THC free CBD. Um, so there's always that option if you are looking to maybe seek out the benefits of CBD, but are worried about the THC component or you just wanna avoid it in general for some reason, um, there are uh, THC free products um, that just have the CBD portion of the plant that it comes from. So it's good to know those things too. But Erica, seriously, thank you so much. Um, you have just been, I knew that you were a fountain of knowledge on this already, but talking to you today just kind of, you know, um, put a beautiful bow on top of the podcast that I wanted for CBD. So thank you so much for being here and taking your time um, to hang out with us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so this has just been so eye-opening and encouraging for me as a pharmacist, but I know we have pharma other pharmacists watching, pharmacy students, um, those who are just learning and getting into the field. So this will definitely be helpful for them. And then for our providers who watch, um, just know that your patients are in good hands with the pharmacist. We are here for them. We're always looking out for them. If you have any questions about CBD products, please reach out to your pharmacist um, or those stores who sell CBD, which I think CBD products are in many or if not most stores now, they're in some big box retailers too now. So um, it's important for us to know the components of those particular products. But um, thank you again, Erica. I wanted to thank you also to all the listeners of the Mix It Up Pharmacy podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. Um, right before we go, Erica, how can we find you? How can our listeners find you if they have a question or um, if they want to reach out? or just read more about what you guys do. Yeah, so our most accessible point is probably Facebook. We're Fallon Wellness Fallon Wellness Pharmacy. Um, you can just search us on Facebook. And yeah, so you can definitely message us there. My email is Erica with a K at FallonWellness.com. And I'm highly accessible too, or you can call me at the pharmacy. I won't drop the number here, you can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's um her pharmacy is fallon wellness pharmacy and it's in new york so if you google that and you find that location um you can call the pharmacy and get questions about cbd there or contact erica or facebook so thank you guys so much for listening today and i hope everyone has a wonderful week and be safe thank you